Welcome to the Money Buddha podcast, where I chat with people who I admire, people who really follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. He's been a photographer and cinematographer in Atlantic Canada for 12 years. Uh, he's a Canadian award-winning director. For him, capturing personal moments in his life and while he travels keeps him grounded. He works two full-time jobs with a camera, one for Atlantic Lottery, and he has his own business. Both jobs take him around the world. A few fun facts about him. He's a self-declared nacho enthusiast. He is newly engaged. He's a drummer in a hard rock band in New Brunswick. And connecting with people fills his cup. So let me introduce you to Brock Jorgensen. Hello. Hi. That's like a that's such a mouthful when you when you say it like that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I, Isn't it? Maybe I need to take a step back and relax a little bit. I have so much on my plate. Right. That's how I felt. I mean, I so we met in 2019. We did. I shot and, a commercial for your business. Yes. And I literally just like saw, I think, a video that someone shared that you did and it was like that's the guy I need that's it and I sent you a message it was the easiest transaction I've ever did I'm sure like top two for sure I think it's the number one I'm flattered and good and I don't think I ever told you that this way um but I love following you online and everything that obviously you're yeah I think we don't usually uh see ourselves as like our biography like autobiography right but when you no, write it not all, at all out <laughs> yeah like um, when you when you say it like that it's just like oh my goodness that's a lot <laughs> but it's also just like that's what I love to do and I love to stay busy and 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 be creative in different outlets so it, but right. when you stack when you stack them up like that I'm like holy that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love it though so yeah so I mean when we met the first time I, one of the thing I was the most impressed by was that you were super true to yourself. So you didn't try to dress a certain way. Like you were like, really, you came in with your hat and like, nothing, like, do you know I mean, you weren't like trying to be like professional quote unquote, um, where most people like this was before 2020. So most people usually try to present themselves a way that yeah. like business wise or whatever. And that was the thing that I loved the most. I was like, okay, he's himself. He's like, this is me. I know I'm good at what I do. Take it or leave it kind of thing. This is how it's going to work. Like you were super just like, you knew like worst case if they don't want, do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, yeah, yeah it was just like, I love that. I could yeah. tell you were authentic, authentic. I think that's one thing that I've tried to do for many, many years because I, I always say this, but years ago when the influencer boom happened on social media, there was a lot of people who I would meet in person who weren't like they were on the mobile apps. Right. Um, and I always kind of told myself that I just never want to be that way. Like I like if if people reach out and want to work with me, I want them to work with 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 what they're seeing. Right. Um, and that's not even really a marketing thing. That's more just like who who I am. I'm a pretty simple person and I just love what I do so it's just I mean I always say it's not about me like I'm not there to look good I'm there to make everybody else look good right so right. I mean I'm not showing up with like stains on my shirts no and like yeah not so showered, but <laughs> no 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 but like that I just 
it's just who I like. You just had a t-shirt on, you were chill. You weren't trying to like sell me on anything. Like that's what I love. Yeah. Just how, yeah. (laughs) How I dress and I think I act online and with the clients that I work with is just represents who I am. And I want people to feel, feel comfortable when I show up with all this gear and we're going to create something. It's just, I don't want them to be overwhelmed and, and think that it's something more than it is because I mean, that's just how I've kind of framed my, my business in the way that I work. Right. And you probably attract like the right kind of people that you want to work with too, right? Yeah. I mean, I work with a lot of different people through the Atlantic provinces um, and pretty much everyone I've worked with is just, it's a joy to work with them and meet them. And, and I think they all kind of feel the same as maybe you did where when I show up on set, it's not trying to be something that you're not, it's just being true to yourself. And that makes people feel more comfortable when they have to be in front of the camera as well. Right. So, yeah. Oh, totally. No, that's exactly it. And I was trying to put my finger on it, but I, yeah, like Patrick and I were like, this guy is really the like the real deal. Like, and you weren't trying to be, that was the thing. Like I loved it so much. I was like, this guy, we need to work with him again. <laughs> You but yeah, no, any, and, any day. <laughs> love it. And the video was amazing. We loved it so much. We didn't even have to like talk about much of like, we just said a little bit of what we were looking for. You're like, yeah, got it. Or like mm. got the shot. We don't need to do it 20 times, which was perfect. So <laughs> it was the, really fun. The style of video that we did for your business as well is very much a lifestyle video and capturing people in their natural elements. And, and it's very organic. And that's what I really love. And that's kind of the genre that I find myself in more often than not, because I really just love showcasing people in their environments and what makes them happy. Um, And that's part of why I love what I do, because especially those style of videos, like even though it's more of a commercial thing, people relate to watching something when it's not really polished and it's just people kind of in their element, whether you're behind a desk at an office or you work on a farm, it's like, Right. People relate to someone who who is just down to earth. And I, I love showcasing stuff like that. Cool. I love that too so much. That really speaks to me when I see stuff like that. And I can tell when I see um, uh, when people take pictures of you, like doing your job. I think I've seen one like lately or you were, yeah, making a video and you can, and you were smiling behind the camera because you could just tell you were like, oh, this is like, so awesome like I'm so I'm so not a fan of being in front of the camera oh my goodness (laughs) like it's it's a tough one but but there is the odd photo that someone will kind of get of just like a fly in the wall thing and right and I'm always like okay that's awesome like it's cool to see me doing what I do but I I usually try to stay away from being in front of the lens if I can that's so funny so um okay so so much that I want to ask you um, so tell me about, uh, cause I asked you before we started recording, what, how to say your last name. So, um, where, where's your, you were talking about your great grandparents. Yeah. So my last name is Jorgensen, uh, Jorgie for short. That's a nickname that actually was my dad's that was passed on to me from my friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it just kind of stuck, uh, but Jorgensen is a Danish. So our family is from Denmark. From Denmark. Um, and yeah, and as I was saying to you before we started recording, my middle name is Hoy, H-O-Y. So it's Brock Hoy Jorgensen. Um, my brother's middle name is Hoy. My dad's middle name is Hoy. My grandfather's middle name. And it just keeps going. It's a thing. So yeah, I don't know. If I ever become a, 
if I become a father someday, that that could stick. Um, oh I'm big God, on tradition, so we'll see. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So you have you been in Denmark? Like, you know what? I haven't, and yeah. that's like my main bucket list. I was supposed to go uh, two or three years ago to Copenhagen to stay, um, meet some family potentially. Uh, a friend of mine's mom was actually living there uh, and she was going to put me up um, and then COVID happened. So it fell through. Oh no. Isn't that where the happiest people on earth are? I <laughs> think <book>. so. <laughs> it's in Denmark. Eh? Yeah. I yeah. read some books about it. Okay. Love that. That's exciting to me for you. I'm excited for you. I'll get there one day. Yeah, you will for sure. And you, I know you will. Um, okay. So tell me about so when I met you, you had two jobs at the time. Yes. And still have two jobs. I do. Yeah. Um, full-time jobs. Full-time. Yeah. So I've worked with Atlantic Lottery uh, since I moved to Moncton, New Brunswick, uh, six years ago. Um, the reason I've been running my own business for 12 years now, but the reason why I wanted to work with Atlantic Lottery was because I wanted a little bit more of stability, I think, when it comes to... Um, you know, finances, uh, like healthcare, things like that. Um, and I love being a part of a team and the lotto is really awesome because they give me the tools to be able to go out and work for them and then take my time off to go work on my personal projects and still run my own business. And when I moved to Moncton, I kind of had a hard choice. Like, do I want to do Brock Dorgie full-time, like full, full-time, or do I want to continue to work for a company? And I'm really glad that I picked Atlantic Lottery because they send me all over the Maritimes to capture so many cool things, music festivals that they sponsor, um, you know, meeting people like, like middle-class people who win these amounts of money that I get to tell their stories and it's really touching. Um, so yeah, so I do the lotto uh, right now. It's summertime. So I am on a big festival kick. So I just got back from Newfoundland and then I was in PEI doing a few music festivals that we sponsor there. Um, and then outside of that, you know, evenings and weekends, I do commercial work. So I work with uh, New Brunswick Tourism, Discover Halifax. I do a lot of food and drink industry stuff lately. So I'm working with some chefs in the Dartmouth Halifax area doing some uh, series and uh, yeah. And I do a few wedding films this summer. Um, and then I don't know, there's a lot there. And I also do a little bit of mentorship. So I did a mentorship with Mount Allison uh, last summer. Um, and I worked with a fourth year student who was graduating, wanting to get into film production. So I did that as well. And I, I like teaching a little bit. So um, I'm hoping to do more of that in the future as well. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that because you did told you told me that when we were working together that um they give you a lot like Atlantic Lottery, your like full time job. It's like they trust they know you're gonna get the work done. So yeah. if you need time off here and there, they know you can they trust that you can um manage your schedule to get I mean their stuff yeah. that it's not taking away from. Well, it's cool too, because if I can't be somewhere, uh, we usually hire a third party content creator. And it's really cool because I get to give other people in the Maritimes, like the opportunity to go kind of capture something that they might not normally be able to, or get that experience. Um, yeah. And it's also, I know what I'm doing usually a year in advance. Like I know what I'm doing this time next year. So it's pretty easy for me to kind of plan out my schedule. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. no, that's definitely, that helps for sure. It's not yeah. last minute everything. Yeah. Gosh. Okay, cool. I love that. And it was like two full-time jobs. Like that really stuck to me. I was like, that's yeah. not crazy, but it's like, you have to have a high, like a good work ethic to want to and, and to do it, to execute it and well, for long, right? Yeah. And I've had to learn how to deal with burnout and like figure out, you know, when's the right time to say no to a client because you just can't do it. And you want to, you know, when I show up on sets somewhere, um, you know, and I'm filming for like two or three days, a commercial, um, you need to kind of be on your game and know your shot list and know what's going to happen. And, you know, that reflects on your, your talent and your, your client who you're working with. So, and then when it comes to the lotto stuff, like sometimes I could be gone for four or five days and, you know, an, another province. So it's like a lot of travel, but I get, I, I think one of the things I love about it is it takes me to places that I wouldn't normally go that are in my own backyard. And, you know what right. I mean? Within yeah. Atlanta, Canada, which is cool. And I do it all with the camera. We forget a lot of times, like we take it for granted, but literally the little camera in my hand, well, it's not little, but the, the cameras in my hand are, you know, what my, my income is and how I've made my living. And, you know, I'm very thankful for that, especially for a, a kid who grew up in Sussex, you know what I mean? Like Sussex, New, New Brunswick, which isn't a very big population, you know, and right. where everyone does manual labor jobs and to, you know, kind of break out of that stigma at the time. Um, I'm always very thankful that I get to do what I do. That's awesome. Did, was it ever, uh, did you ever feel like growing up where you, did you always kind of have a camera or a love for photography or doing videos? I definitely love doing video from a young age, probably like 13, 14, um, you know, using my parents like photo camera and I had a video setting on it and, and, and I would just film skits with friends and I'd figure out how to like edit them on like my parents desktop PC there wasn't all the stuff that we have now makes me sound like I was born in the 70s but it's not <laughs> like um but yeah I did photography didn't come till a lot like later in life and I found photography for me I do do a lot of professional work with you know live music and um capturing lifestyle shots of different commercial shoots and you know small business stuff um but it's always going to be my creative outlet um just having a camera in my pocket and you know when I travel places and just being able to shoot the things that I love I think that keeps me grounded from all the other work that I do and 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 keeps me loving using a camera um because you have to do it for yourself you know what I mean you have to do it for yourself because if you don't you will eventually you know start to hate what you're doing maybe hate's a strong word but it's like that kind of mindset is how yeah. yeah yeah totally and that's kind of what my question was was it hard for you to make that decision um that that's what you wanted to do um coming from a place where most of it is manual labor or people might not understand like what you're trying to start or do like or did it I, start organically I, I'm not really sure it, it like it was a bit of a struggle because a lot of people would tell my parents that like that's not going to become a full-time job and like they shouldn't in, like encourage it and it's so funny because the people who said that stuff you know 10 15 years ago are trying to hire me now so it's like it's like that <laughs> kind of full full circle thing but it was kind of discouraging towards them but they were really awesome um at you know, pushing me to do what I wanted to do. The principal of my high school did a video 
like as a hobby. So he ended up giving me my own class in my senior year. It was just me. And I did a lot of promotional work for the high school. And then he ended up getting a uh, fundraising um, to send me to my first year of university, um, uh, the school, but he was the one, Dan McKeel, he, he was the one that, uh, you know, kind of pushed me to keep doing it. Um, and I went to university for it. Um, it was a pilot program at UNB and there was like probably like 10 of us in that class and uh I think I learned more on my own than I did doing four years of university it was a lot of theory but at the end of the day you know I met a lot of people in that industry and being social and meeting people and knowing people um is what makes me happy um and all those people that were in that pilot program for video production are now doing amazing things, um, which is really neat. Uh, one of my friends who I graduated with is shooting their first feature film in Fredericton right now. So it's cool. Like we all kind of started from like, maybe not knowing where we wanted to go with it. And by the time we left Fredericton in you know, 2015, uh, we were where we wanted to be, you know what I mean? Or we, right. we, we had more of a clear path about what we wanted to do, right? So, because at that time, when I, when I was in university, 2010, 11, there was no like Instagram, there was no social media, like you were just doing it because you loved it. Right. right. And not that you're not doing that now, but there wasn't all these platforms to showcase what you're working on. Right. Mm. So it was a cool journey, but I definitely owe a lot to Dan McKeel and my parents. And there's a lot of people who kind of pushed me to, to continue to work with a camera and like, not feel like it was just, you know, like wasting our time or hobby art form. Hobby. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. I did feel because you sometimes post your parents and I'm like, they look like the best family, like so fun. Your parents look fun <laughs> and supportive. Like I could, I had that sense that they were probably supportive. That's great. Yeah, they're very supportive. I just brought my dad with me to Newfoundland to a music festival that I shot. Um, And uh, then I had to go do a NASCAR race in a small town outside St. John's. And I brought him with me uh, and we hooked him up with some good seats and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was cool to bring him with me and he could see kind of what I do when I'm capturing these festivals and events. So that was fun. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. That kind of shows like how important it is to, like you said, you might not have learned more in the four years of university than, your, than yourself, but being surrounded by the right people, right. meeting the right people. like Push me to where I am now, for exactly. sure. If I hadn't met those people, then I might still not be, you know, I might not be here right now doing what I love because you're kind of, I got put in a mindset and like a headspace with people who were like, like-minded, right? And right. that really made me kind of bloom into what I wanted to do and my love for, you know, using a camera. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that so much. Um, so, and then you also talked earlier that I wanted to ask about, um, have you ever had like a, a moment where, cause I think we all kind of usually have a moment in our life where we might've worked too much and then we learn from it. Yeah. Have you ever, when you talked about burnout, has that ever really happened or? Yeah, definitely. I think like I'm 30 now, I turn 31 next month. So I've had a little bit of time to, to kind of go through the motions, but definitely mid twenties, um, you know, I, I don't know what year that would have been, 2016, 17, those years, like I feel, 
it's about saying yes and when to say no. And I kind of mentioned that before, but when you're young, I feel like, and I'm still young, I'm not old, but you, (laughs) you, you just feel like you can kind of take it all on and do it all. Um, and I've really learned that, you know, um, it's like quality over quantity for sure. And I think my mindset when I was, you know, still learning was quantity over quality. Like I would do a lot of projects be very burnt out not give my best or like my best direction or how I'm capturing and like framing things and you'd get back and you sit down at your laptop and you would just like hate the product that you captured and I find now it I've kind of had to learn the hard way of it's not worth it to to take everything on and and like overwhelm yourself because there's a lot of people looking at what you're doing especially with today's social media and putting out a quality one good quality product as opposed to three crappy ones is a lot more valuable um and i remember many times sitting down at my laptop to edit and just really not being happy with the quality of work that i was doing because i was taking i was saying yes too much and saying no and you know putting yourself first is that's also tough because in my line of work you're trying to make everybody else happy um, with, with how you're capturing them and the stories that you're telling. So, you know, taking time for yourself and saying no to people, like, isn't always a bad thing. Um, right. I believe in that so much too. And, yeah. but I was thought I was, I grew up thinking probably like the other way around where like more is better now, yeah. less is more. I did too, honestly. Right. But yeah, less is more because, you know, like it's just, life's not stopping for anybody and there's going to be a lot more projects on your plate, especially if you're putting out quality work and, you know, the people that you're working with, you know, you can give them your full attention. Um, so yeah, saying no is something that I've had to really learn how to do. Right. I think most of us had to learn and still learning. <laughs> I have a yes. hard time with it. I'm better for sure than I used to. Um, but sometimes I kind of things slip in the crack, like, through yeah. The crack, and like, that, ah. That's always going to happen. You just, yeah, you just like, cause there's someone, (laughs) there's someone who comes along who you really want to work with and you're like, you know what? Yeah. I've got two free days. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I know. It's like, I really like you. So yes. But then you, yeah. yeah. Then you're like, it's all the connecting. I just love connecting with people and meeting people and just working like my job. There's never the same thing. Every time I'm working with new people and even returning clients, it's always a new project. Um, but I just really love connecting with people and really learning about what makes people happy. Kind of like you do with the podcast. I mean, that's part of why I love using a camera as a job because I just get to meet so many like interesting folks around our, you know, home, home provinces. Right. So it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I can imagine you must hear all like everyone's stories and just like you see, yeah, I like to people watch. (laughs) So like if I'm somewhere with, a lot of people around I always love to just like sit back and like see what people do so like that's kind of yeah what you do for a job love it yeah <laughs> that's amazing I can see that um so you said that you travel a lot or yeah. that it brings you all like everywhere so what would you say is your favorite place to travel that you've been to um oh uh I really so I went to uh, like home provinces i'd say probably newfoundland i really enjoy going over to newfoundland the the landscape there and the people are just so lovely um it's like one of my favorite spots um but even like 
you know, I've gone down into like the South shore of Nova Scotia and that is such a hidden gem. Like I love it down there. It's beautiful. I love the scenery, the landscape. Graham and Ann is also another favorite of mine to travel to for work. Really enjoyed it there. Um, but like outside of that, like last year I went to, to Ireland to shoot a elopement between two people um, up in Northern Ireland and Port area and to just like stay in these small towns and meet locals and just see how they live and that lifestyle and I brought a second camera along and kind of captured all that was uh, definitely kind of eye-opening for me as well um, but yeah I really love traveling like inside the four provinces of Atlanta Canada because I just get to see so much of like I said what's in my backyard but I mean I've done you know California west coast uh, you know, Whistler, BC, um, you know, I love the scenery like out there. I, I just love all these different landscapes and the, like the way that people live in these different areas of, you know, North America, uh, I think is like really interesting. Um, right. I don't know if I have a favorite, but definitely Newfoundland for sure. I just love it over there. The people are just so friendly and, uh, just their way of life is like pretty hilarious. So <laughs> I love okay, it. Awesome. I've you never understand a word. You can't understand a word that they're saying. And I love it. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. I've never been to Newfoundland. I've always wanted to go. Um, there was one time Patrick said, uh, like in before we had kids, he's like, Oh, it's a long weekend. Like, where do you want to go? Anywhere that we can drive to. So I was like, uh, um, so I was That's like a long drive. Yeah, right. I know. So I was like, uh, what about Newfoundland? Or he's like, Newfoundland? I'm like, well, or New York. He's like, we'll go to New York. So we drove to New York instead. But that was the two places. I'm but leaving I... for New York on Thursday morning. What? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going down to Long Island to shoot a wedding film, oh and my... Uh, my my fiance's in the wedding. So, and I've never been to New York. I've only been as far as Boston, so I'm pretty excited. Oh. Okay, that's yeah. amazing. Okay, I'm excited yeah. for you. It's definitely yeah, you'll love it, and especially it's not like New York, New York. If you're Long Island, yeah. I mean, you'll see like the different parts where people don't always go when they go yeah. visit. I also just love street stuff. Like I love shooting street photography. Like when I go somewhere new, just like walking around and, and just kind of capturing people like sitting on subways or capturing people walking on the streets or because different places you go, it's just a different environment, like element and like the way that people live and, and how they dress. And there's like something about that, that I just love kind of capturing those moments in time and like being, and like what my eye sees and what, intrigues me I just love to be able to just hit my shutter capture it and walk away and then like you know just have it and I do that you know whether it's like Ireland or Newfoundland or you know Vancouver it's like I just love doing that like on my days off just walking around and just like shooting photos of just like random things you know what I mean because that's just like what my eye sees right right oh that's awesome I love taking pictures too I've always loved that when I was young too like I just always I was going to um, parties in high school and I had my little like tiny camera before yep. we had like cell phone cameras. Um, and I would take out my little like Kodak, whatever it was a little one, like little square one. And I yep. just loved it. I was always taking pictures and stuff. So I get it. I get it. It's <laughs> just having those moments because you're never going to get them back. Right. And right. I just, I love that stuff. Like, I just love being able to look back and say like, you know, that's, you know, that's something that I did. And it's tough too, because when I travel a lot for work, those days off, 
you know, you want to go out and shoot photos, but there's a lot of times too, where I don't bring my camera. And there's a lot of times where I just try to take in what's in front of me. Um, because as cool as it is to post online and be like, this is where I'm at. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, there's a, definitely a factor there for yourself and something that I've had to learn over time that sometimes it's just best to kind of take it in on your own mm -hmm. and just walk away from it and just know that like you've, you've accomplished that you're here in this area right now. And that means something to you and you don't necessarily have to showcase it to, to everybody else. For everyone else. That's true. And I can tell, um, actually I've noticed that about you where I'm like, he must be like, cause I, not that you don't post often, but you're not one like to post every day all the time or whatever, maybe no. for like a festival. But I noticed that about you and I'm like, he's probably doing really cool stuff because he's not posting online. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's just maybe me getting a little older and wiser and just like <laughs> not not wanting to share like every moment that I'm doing right. with my life. But yeah, I get it. Sometimes I'm just like, ugh, I don't feel like it at all. And I, I don't feel exactly. Pressure. Yeah, to, exactly. To I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, cool. So we have a few minutes left. So where can, uh, listeners find you online? Uh, so they can find me. Uh, so I have a link tree it's link tree slash Brock Jorgie. Um, and that has a lot of my cinematography work, my video portfolio, um, my Instagram Brock Jorgie at Brock Jorgie is where I post, you know, a lot of those personal things that like, I love to shoot a little bit of my commercial work. Um, but yeah, you know, those two platforms are kind of really where I reside. That's where my personality through my camera kind of shines. And, uh, that's where, if you want to follow along with everything that this little Danish boy is doing, then <laughs> you're more than welcome to. Amazing. Go follow Brock. He's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So um, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It's like really weird to kind of talk about like different stuff in my life sometimes. And it's like, but it's kind of cathartic in a way to just like, you know, speak about, you know, the reasons why you do what you do. And I think it's cool that your podcast is going to shine on that because there's so many people like me who do these kind of art forms that like no one really know what goes in to doing it or why they do it and the passions. And I think it's really cool to hear people's stories like that. So, so thank you for kind of having me on and sharing a little bit about what I do. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. What I do. I'm so happy. Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm excited. I love talking to people and finding out all the background stuff or asking all the questions that I have, but yeah, I'm always interested in people's like background stuff that we don't see. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there's a there's a long list of it it would probably take us about three hours to get through everything that I probably love to do and why I do it but you know we only have uh 30 seconds left but right. I I would love to probably maybe have you on again though so I'll I would love to anytime okay. I didn't talk about your rock band so we'll have to get into that next time okay sounds good <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much and for everyone else uh a reminder to do something that lights you up today and have a good day Okay, bye.